0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Honey Badger Radio. My name is Brian, and I am here with Allison. I'm afraid hello. that... Yes, hello. And this is uh, HBR debate number 70. So we're looking at an article from a website called internetmatters.org. Uh, the way, I guess it's just like a, a blog space of some kind. Written by... Uh, Jessica Eyston or Ayston. and it's entitled What is the Manosphere and why is it a concern? Mm. And oh, what are we going to say, Allison?
1: I'm guessing that this is going to be incredibly insightful.
0: Yeah, we're totally going to learn stuff from this. Many things. Many yeah, things. All the things. All things. And I'm sure all that. Very important and very truthful things, too.
1: As a result of reading this article, I'm sure that I'm going to do an entire 180 on my belief system.
0: Yes. Yes. She's going to prepared. destroy I, us. I'm prepared
1: for the whiplash, the G-forces <laughs> that Jessica Ainsen's <laughs> enormous intellect is going to apply to my my poor and feeble, misogynously infected mind. Yeah. Just saying. Let's just start. Let's do it. Like uh, We're almost stable now, so let's just dive right in. Or should okay. I should I say uh, tell people yeah, get those super chats in? Uh, we will forgo the the screeching feminists today because I think we all need a break from them.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe we'll do something different next time. Who knows? All right, just let's just let's just do it.
0: Okay, <clears throat> Jessica Eisen, October fourth, twenty twenty one. She, Jessica Eisen, in case you're wondering, is a PhD candidate. An associate lecturer in the Department of Linguistics and English Language at Lancaster University. Her PhD research investigates online misogyny and anti-feminism. We have, have
1: an echo effect for that misogyny.
0: Oh, I wish I did. I have to like uh, learn uh, how to yeah. activate an echo special effect. I don't have access to misogyny. it right now. But yeah, mm-hmm. online online misogyny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. An anti feminism. <laughs> Ism. Okay. An anti feminism.
1: There you go. That's good. That's, let's, well, let's set the tone here for this. Yeah. This ex.
0: In the manosphere, Jessica is a member of the Mantrap Research Project. Okay, Man I'm Trap. doing it. I'm going
1: to I'm going to do a, a a quick look up on that one but just keep going while while I do
0: that. Yeah, uh well there is a little blurb about the Mantrap research project here. So it says the Mantrap research project at Lancaster University explores the misogynist and anti-feminist language found in male-dominated communities on various social media platforms. PhD candidate Jessica oh describes the impact of these Malt communities. Magazine. On young people. It links to Mel Magazine. Is that what you said? Yes,
1: she works for. Yeah, she she works for Mel Magazine.
0: Oh, of course she does. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course.
2: Of course. Why so, not? Yeah. Well, I mean, why, well,
1: not? It's just, why not? Okay. Okay. Uh, they also have a Twitter account, Mantrap. With underscores, because apparently somebody else got the actual man-trap. I I imagine the at-man-trap is probably a lot more interesting than the at-underscore-man-trap, etc. It doesn't seem to be very well-trafficked, Twitter. Uh, It it has the typical stuff, you know. uh, When men congregate to talk to each other about things, obviously what they do
0: is evil. They plot against women. The women community, yeah. The oh yeah, and uh, here's, here's
1: yeah. There's uh, there's apparently research on incels.
0: Yeah, r- research, sure.
1: Uh huh. Let's see what the qu- quote tweets. Uh, anyway, so it's it's the typical stuff, the usual suspects.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <sighs> oh, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, so well, I think I have an idea of what we're getting into this article. So, uh, she writes, what is the manosphere? The manosphere is a network of online men's communities who promote anti-feminist and sexist beliefs, blaming women and feminists for all sorts of problems in society. Many of these communities encourage resentment or even hatred towards women and girls.
1: No. No, no. Uh, Feminism, blaming men, uh, surprisingly doesn't create that much hatred, but probably is the source of the antipathy towards uh, this situation. Plus also the issues that men actually do face generally would create a lot of anger if, you know, because there are genuine disenfranchisement, genuine removal of men from their lives. (laughs) I don't... uh, I love how this is entirely projection. It's these communities, they just they just sprung up. You know, it was all mantopia in the Western world. Mm-hmm. Men had everything. Well, that's what feminists believe. they 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 had everything. They got to go die in war. They got to go die building railroads and skyscrapers. you know all those wonderful things. And then suddenly, you know, the the manosphere attacked. And all this resentment got built up. We specifically go and we, we we find men to inject resentment into. It's not that the resentment already exists because of, uh, usually these people will acknowledge that issues are, like the men do have issues. So, but they they can't acknowledge the fact that maybe because they have legitimate issues, the resentment might be also legitimate, like legitimate anger at disenfranchisement. No, no, it's just just people like us just going out there and just inciting hatred and anger towards women and girls which actually means feminism because feminism is synonymous with women and girls. Yeah. All right.
0: You That's know what's crazy? Worked. You know what's crazy, Allison? I think hmm. I just I think I just fixed the problem. And you did? I think I did. So like Ooh. Here's what I think it is and I don't know why, okay? Um but Uh, You gave me those animated backgrounds Mm. and I put one up and I don't Mm. know if it's like why this is, but it slows things down a lot, which is strange Mm. because I have other animated backgrounds uh, that I was using before that didn't create any problems, but maybe there's something about the file size of that one. Yeah,
1: maybe I could reduce it for you and then it will work.
0: Yeah, because maybe it doesn't need to be running at 4K or something like that. Yeah, um,
1: it might be a little bit much little uh yeah overkill. maybe
0: but like now that i've turned it off um mm. yeah it's everything seems fine so let me know what you guys think so anyway uh yeah we're good um so what was it oh, oh i was gonna say why did why did kane kill abel
1: obviously men's rights
0: no 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 <laughs> no uh because this is what I'm getting from this, okay? Let's, I'm going to break down this first, because this is something that I see. It's a tactic that's very commonly used. The Manosphere is a network of online men's communities. So far, that's true. So far, so good. Who promote anti-feminist. Okay, that's also true. They promote anti-feminist beliefs. But then they conflate it with sexist beliefs. That's where the well- lies come in. Um, okay,
1: I'm gonna actually going to call the bluff here. cuz This is my particular hobby horse. And I actually ranted at you a bit today about this. And sexist beliefs blaming women and feminists for all sorts of problems in society. Okay, my dear Jessica Anston, what if I blame women 100% for every problem in society? So what? Well, like, wh- what happens? What happens if women are 100% blamed for everything? What, what, what does, does, does Jennifer's brain explode? Do feminists in, spontaneously combust? Do women and girls all die instantly from femicide? Like, what if we are 100% to blame? Does the world end? What, what, what is, what's going to happen? What's, what's the horrible, horrible end of the universe disaster that's going to happen? What if we were? And what if we were held 100% responsible for society? What is what is the horrible thing in that? What is the sexist thing in that? Huh? What is sexist about that? Because guess what? If we're 100% to blame, we have almost all the power over. In fact, we have all the power over society if we are genuinely 100% to blame. Of course, we can't even have this discussion because women can't even be 1% to blame. They can't even be to blame for existing at all and having any kind of influence because women as a group have to be utterly and completely impotent and incompetent because that's the thing. That's the other, the flip side of blame. If women are 100% to blame, they are 100% powerful, which is, to be frank, ridiculous. So probably there's what women are actually responsible for in society as well under 100%. But what is wrong with, why is that sexist? Why is saying women have responsibility for something sexist?
0: So what if it is? So what, yeah, so what, 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 what does even, what, that's what I was getting at. So like, what even is sexist if you can't blame something? Like if you can't say, you know, okay, so things have only gotten worse for marriage, for family, for children, for the state of government for our freedoms, for our rights, for uh, things like venereal diseases, for relationships. Things have only gotten worse in almost every single category. And for a 100 years, we have been only blaming men, even if it didn't apply, for everything that's gone wrong. And we ask them to take to step up and take responsibility. And men have tried and nothing has changed. What's missing here? What is it? Oh, maybe we should be looking at a different group of people and finding out how in what ways are they making things worse? What ideology? What is the what is the predominant set of beliefs that has essentially assigned people gender roles while also claiming to be against gender roles that has essentially led, however, slow to all of these problems that we're facing today And, and to like want to discuss that. And then you come out and say, well, that's anti-feminist and sexist, which basically means if I lump these two things together, then they become indistinguishable from each other, which is what they believe. What that creates is a, a, a situation where you have to worry about being seen as sexist. And, th- and that's the purpose of that statement, which is why I say um, I don't care if it is sexist. I don't. Th- I think that whether or not something is sexist is probably the least important aspect of what we're trying to discuss. It really is the least important.
1: That's <laughs> like, the other thing. You're right. They 100% blame men for all, for all kinds of, well, all problems, not all, all sorts problems. of All problems. It doesn't even
0: matter if they ha- were at all involved. It's men's fault still.
1: Yes. And the funny thing is that... The problem with all of this is that it itself promotes a gender role in which women have no agency, and we promote these narratives of women having no responsibility, no agency in society, Mm -hmm. no responsibility, no agency, even over their own life choices. We promote these narratives, and they themselves are toxic, and you can't question it because it's sexist to say, oh, well, women might be responsible for something. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's just like, this is, this is, this is a no win scenario. So you just have to be like, okay, fine. It's sexist. It's yeah. sexist to talk about what responsibility women might have in society. It's sexist to talk about the fact that women might be to blame for certain social issues. That's all sexist. Okay, then it, is it not sexist to do it to men? Then in which case, who cares? Where it's all sexism all around. Yeah, now let's no, get down it, to brass tacks. Let's look at exactly. actual facts and figures. Let's look at actual statistics. Let's look at actual reality.
0: Mm-hmm. If you know, let's you, look at, if, okay. If you want to fix something in your house, like plumbing or the, the gutters or the air conditioner or the, the, the fireplace or some other mecha- the car, some other mechanical issue, some kind of physical issue. You don't worry about whether or not you're going to make the car feel bad about pointing out what's wrong with it. And like, there's no, there is no word for that yet. The technocracy hasn't completely taken control. But the fact is, if you can't like honestly identify a problem, then you cannot hope to fix it. And so people like this that basically say the manosphere is full of anti-feminist and sexist beliefs. They're basically saying they don't want Anyone to actually fix any problems because it might make people feminists and women feel judged. And that is the, the, the one thing that they hate more than anything else is feeling judged. They avoid judgment like the plague. It's like a vampire and garlic. It's like um, and this is why I said, why did Cain kill Abel? Cain killed Abel because Cain felt judged by God. And he wanted to take out the one person that he thought was responsible, which is his brother who was just doing the right thing. He just had favor and he hated that. And 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 every time I hear feminists talk about how sexist MRAs are... I think of that. I think of Cain and Abel. It's like what well, you guys are the people full of hatred. You guys are the ones that are trying to like, you know, supposedly correct historical wrongs that didn't exist. You guys are the ones that think the best way to make things right is to essentially use force against men and basically turn turn them into serfs that basically give women all of their resources which they already do all the time. So it's it's and I I don't have to call it sexist because I don't think that word means anything. I'm just gonna call it what it is. I'm gonna call it envy and hatred, which is what they feel. Because if they cared about justice, which is uh, giving to an individual what is their due, then this wouldn't even be a discussion. But they're so obsessed with the way they are seen that they, they um, they believe that that's what everyone believes. And, you know, th- there are some people that do, but, but they're not looking at the world the right way, in my opinion. So, mm. well, it's, it's always Cain and Abel.
2: Mm. Alright. Be that as it may,
1: for a hundred years, or even longer, men have been blamed for society, and everything in society, and there's been no progress made. Okay, it just keeps, you just keep blaming them more, and you just keep blaming them harder, and no progress is made, according to you. So what you're promoting is manifestly incompetent, or manifestly not working. So why don't we try something different? Why don't we try not blaming men for a moment, and seeing where women might have some responsibility for things. And you know what? You're not going to explode, Jessica. You are not going to melt. You're not gonna die instantly. It is possible for women to carry the weight of responsibility. It's it's entirely possible. You're stronger than you think, Jessica. All right, can we yeah. let's let's get into yeah, the let, four main let's, groups. Let's
0: keep going. So Um, Many of these communities encourage resentment or even hatred towards women and girls. There are four main groups. Men's rights activists advocate political change that will benefit men. No, no. See, all there's. And the funny thing is, is that as hard as these people fight to avoid judgment. It's like the worst thing that they could possibly experience because they have no sense of humility. They have no sense of thinking, maybe I'm wrong. They they can't stand it. I'm telling you, garlic to a vampire. It's like presenting a crucifix. Um, so what, they, what do they do? Well, they accuse us, men's rights activists want to advocate political changes that will benefit men. Now-
1: Wait a second. Why- wait, 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 wait. Don't we live in a society in which men are already benefited over women? Like, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't that mean that everybody's a men's rights activist in society? Why is this? Why like, is the manosphere the manosphere instead of the nososphere or the everything sphere?
0: Yeah, gallows. I mean,
1: seriously, this this is ridiculous. Like, um, advocate political changes that will benefit men. No, we advocate political changes that will create. Legal and social equality, or even legal equality at this just, point, just just men and women.
0: I mean, just, just justice. justice would be fine because even if we like, and the funny thing is, I mean, like, I'm I'm uh on the uh, I think that I'm being pretty realistic when I say this. Even if we change the letter of the law for every single law so that it cannot be sort of slanted towards women over men. Even if we mm-hmm. did that on every level and it was in the letter of the law, absolutely, it would probably still be the case that women would be treated with more deference than men. I mean, yeah, would be less likely. Yeah, it would be less likely to be
1: arrested for domestic violence. They would yep. still have complete immunity for their sexual crimes. Yep. They would still be doing less time in in prison. People would still think they're more likely to be correct relative to men, and more likely to be moral. But you know what? Baby steps. Maybe one step yeah. towards actual legal equality. I mean, just something like that. Just, just legal equality. I'm not going to talk about social because then we get into the equality and equity thing. Forget it. Just legal equality. That would be nice. That would be seriously nice.
0: Yeah, but just, just a, a kind of general sense of of justice without any of the political stuff, but. Yeah, I think that even then, it would probably still shake out that women would benefit a bit, and I'll take it. We'll have to work on on that, but um, yeah, I mean, like she's she thinks that we're somehow gonna take a society that already benefits men at the expense of women and make it benefit men more. <laughs> like that's what MRAs want, you know? I, I I don't know. I mean, that's what that's what she's saying. And well, if we're sounds... if we're
1: okay, but again. She's just negated her own, what, what she's asserted. Because she's like, well, this is the manosphere. Well, th- no. In a society that is structured for the benefit of men at the expense of women, that's not a separate subculture. That is the culture. So w- men's rights activists should really be in the position that feminists are in now. But we're not. And it no. manifestly, we're not. You know, no. We do what we do with no NGOs, no government backing, no widespread charity, no large uh, financial paper trail, no billion dollar contract to teach Afghani men uh, uh, that they're right. oppressed or, no or even that.
0: No endless streams of Hulu originals telling the story of, a, of a, how terrible it would be to live in a dystopia where men are slaves.
1: Mm, no, <laughs> none of this. Like, no. It basically comes down to you know if you if you if you if you ha, if you threw a small intimate get get together for twelve people you'd probably encompass most of the so-called leadership or the the uh, the face the big big names in men's rights and then you just you know throw a grenade into the party and that's it. The Movement's dead. It's gone. That's yeah. how big it is. It is sure. tiny compared to feminism. And that is because it is against the grain. Feminism is exploiting the thing it continuously denies exists. And that is society, men, women, everyone in society collectively prefer to benefit women over men. They prefer to protect and provide for women. And this has always been the case because get this, any society that didn't protect and provide for its women died. For obvious, obvious, and I'm not going to square, obvious reasons. So it's, it's like, this is, it is like, why do we even have to argue this point? The premises of feminism are not even wrong. They don't even come to the sense, the level of sensibility of being wrong. And yet people still agree with this they still somehow convince themselves that feminists are saying something sensible when what they are saying is incoherent gobbledygook. There has never been a society in which women were not granted priority, provision, and protection. Yes. Men often had greater inheritance rights, but in conjunction with those greater inheritance rights, they also often had greater responsibility, financial responsibility for their wives, their sisters, their uh, uh, widowed or unmarried older female relatives. So you have to look at the whole context. For example, I had this discussion last night about laws of succession around aristocracy in Europe and England. Considering the rate at which kings and princes died at war, if there wasn't a preference for kings and princes when it came to inheriting the throne, throne the, the power of a country would almost always fall to a woman, either as a regent or an actual ruler. There wouldn't have been parity, because there was a heck of a lot of regents, female regents and female rulers throughout history. And part of the reason why was that they lived longer. And it's the same thing with inheritance. Because women live longer, because they're not expected to bear the burden of protecting the state, they they gave priority to boys and men knowing that it was most likely going to end up in the hands of women anyway. Wealthy widows were one of the most powerful political forces in ancient Rome. And it's like all of this is ignored. To try to present this idea that society somehow... Men, listen screw the word society it's It's too vague, it's too abstract. Men did not care about women until feminists said, Hey men, why don't you why don't you consider caring about women and then instantly men were like, You know what? Maybe we should start doing that. We've never gave a shit about our our wives or sisters or daughters our, you know our our mothers, never ever cared about them throughout all of human history, never protected them, never provided for them. We have never done any of that. But, you know, a bunch of political, you know, uh, these women with all of these ideas, they've made us see the light. You know, suddenly we realize, you know, we've had these intimate relationships with these women. You could say that, that we've loved them more than anybody. But now we see the light because a bunch of women got on TV and scolded us. What a bunch of nonsense. And now, we're at the end result of this nonsense. And I think, uh, well, there's a lot of us who can look at the world right now and wonder, what the hell happened? Well, this happened. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. In a patriarchal society, there is no need for a manosphere. Mm. So. No need. If if you, you can't tell us that we live in a patriarchal society and tell us that there's a manosphere. Because they, those two concepts are mutually exclusive. Yeah. I mean, they, the, they, the, they really are.
1: The, the group of people who want to benefit men, who explicitly say, yeah, we want to benefit men. Not at the expense of women necessarily. But yeah, we uh-huh. want to pursue benefiting or recognizing that men and should sort of be benefited Uh, they may have a right to have some benefit in society, at least legal, equal legal benefit to that of women. The the number of men and the number of people who are are doing this is probably in the dozens. You're talking about maybe a half dozen small organizations. That's it. Mm. That is it for everybody in the West who wants to benefit, so-called benefit men, so-called help men. Well, not so called, but try to help men. That's it. And this is a society that wants to, as its whole, in its entirety, prefers to benefit men over women. I know, sis, that that ain't selling. Yep. Okay. Okay. Should we finish that paragraph.
0: All right, let's keep going. Men going their own way. MGTOW. Argue that women are so toxic that men should avoid them altogether. Some MGTOW will date women, but avoid anything serious like getting married while others won't even be friends with women. Uh, I don't think, the only thing I can say to that is, um, if you think that MGTOW are misogynistic and sexist, wouldn't you want them to avoid women? Of course, you don't. You don't know what you want to do with them except call them sexist because you want them to love and revere and desire to be around women, but not actually be allowed to be around women because you find those guys scary and rapey. So you want them to basically be in a kind of hell where they want to be with someone, but they can't because you have said that they shouldn't be allowed to. And and none of it makes any sense. This is why, like, I don't even, like, what you have to say about MGTOW is it makes absolutely no sense. You either want them with women, in which case leave them alone, or they're sexist, which is what you've claimed, but they should also, they're sexist because they don't want to date women, but that shouldn't be a choice that they get to make. Maybe it's because you think women should make that choice, but also reject them. I don't know. They don't, they don't understand MGTOW at all. These
1: men aren't, these men are leaving us alone. How dare they?
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, and also like, you know, some MGTOW would argue that women are inherently whatever, immoral or amoral, perhaps. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, yeah, but
0: that's their choice. I, they can believe whatever choice? the fuck they want. Like, I'm not going to worry about MGTOW until they're like you know, uh, their their ideology gets really radical and they all start like getting jobs in the media ind- industry and in the entertainment industry in the and government. the academic industry and in the government, and they're teaching our kids about all this and and all of that, but it's not MGTOW that are doing that.
1: Yeah, but they're explicitly not doing that. They're like, to <laughs> no, just they're, like, yeah, let's exactly. leave me alone, I will just it's, live my life.
0: It's almost like the most important thing about MGTOW is that it's a personal choice. And they're not forcing it on everyone else. Mm-hmm. But feminists and are.
1: The, the other thing is that all you have to do to justify MGTOW is to recognize the legal position of men versus women. Women have incredible power now to destroy a man's life. There's no. Just, just no... And this is what feminists have agitated for. The more mm-hmm. feminists remove due process or justify mob violence or even mob judgment of men the more dangerous women become to the men in their lives. This is what you're advocating for, ladies. You are advocating yeah. for harm to men. And the men are saying, you know what? We don't want to be harmed. So we're just going to just not involve ourselves with women. And you're increasing the number of men who are just like, you know what? I'm not going to talk to women in the workplace. I'm not going to interact with women in the workplace. I am going to, as much as possible, remove women from my life.
2: Yeah. That I'm is there.
1: on you. You have Mm -hmm. and you have explicitly gone out to do this, to make it so that men have no recourse, that an instant a man is blamed, he becomes a social pariah. And you're and you hold on to this idea that women don't lie. What women aren't human. Women don't have resentments. Women don't want to uh, play the political game. Are you nuts? You recognize that when Republican women do it. But you, you you refuse yeah so you very much do recognize that women play political games, even though you know some Republican. You know, I'm not saying that the Republican women are playing political games, but you recognize that that happens, that false accusations happen, and yet you don't make the that make the connection, or maybe you just don't bother between enabling incredibly the the power of a false accusation to ruin a, a man's life with no recourse, like you know no stop go no. Don't pass go. Uh, you know, don't don't collect two hundred bucks. Whatever, just straight to jail. You know, no recourse. Mm-hmm. And yet you take no responsibility. You you, you When men are you see that and say, okay, I don't want to play anymore. You then call them sexist. Like, yep. what the hell do you want? You, you know what? And you are getting what you want right they now.
0: Want, I swear, I think that they did. They just want to complain, like they don't even. There is no solution to the problem of MGTOW as feminists present it. There is no solution except what force them to cohabitate with women, even though they don't want to, and you don't want them to.
1: You know, and and well, force them to want to cohabitate with women. But but. uh, something that really struck me discussing this with like a feminist activist who's who's what uh, many many years ago when we still. Like due process rights for men just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. I'm pretty sure that within my lifetime, men will not have due process rights when it comes to s- charges of sexual crimes. Uh, essentially, a woman will walk into uh, the uh, the government booth for anonymous uh, anonymous.
0: Well, that that's uh, what the that's what the Me Too, That's what the Me Too movement does. It has yeah, just you is, just make an up. Yeah, no, it's no. Just...
1: it could get worse, Brian. It could get worse. No, I know, in, but I'm there's saying there's that's a government that's... booth on the corner. You walk into mm-hmm. it, you make an anonymous accusation of a man, but there is no trial, no Pasco. He just gets picked up and thrown into jail, and that's it. That will be, uh, I, well, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the government will have to invent a device that picks up women's consent at the act. Or even prior to the act, so that the man can be arrested before she can even be... And it's like, this is the world you want. And I, I'm not even freaking kidding. I asked one of these activists, okay, so you realize that due process is different now for rape crime or crimes of sex, sexual assault, right? You realize there is less due process for pe- for men accused of sexual assault than any other crime. Would you be concerned if that was treason? She's like, yeah, of course I'd be. And I'm like, okay, all right, so how far do you want this to go? Is this fine now? Is this level of due process being being eroded? And this was years ago, and she's like, yeah, sure, I guess this is okay. And the next day she's still arguing, we need more. I'm like, and the argument for eroding due process comes down to this. They want zero rape. And they want to do this by destroying people's or men's lives or having the right to destroy men's lives at an accusation. And they are convinced that no, there, there is absolutely no false accusations or so few that it doesn't matter. Even the 2% of men who would be falsely accused under this situation, doesn't matter, but they want zero, zero. And it's like, you, you're never going to get that without an authoritarian hellscape.
0: Well, not only that, but with the way that they define what rape is, they're ensuring that it's basically everywhere because it's defined so broadly and so loosely, and yet so specifically focused on only male perpetrators. Uh, What that basically creates is a situation where rapes occur, but no one did them because men are the only people who can be rapists um and there the language has made it impossible so like recognize you can't, it yeah to recognize yeah, male victims. you cannot fix a problem you have no hope of fixing a problem no matter how small it is if you don't correctly identify what the problem is and mm-hmm. the language around rape sexual assault and all that is so convoluted and it's so distorted and it's so twisted and it's so broadened and yet Oddly specific, i.e. only male perpetrators, that you could attack along the vectors that you've constructed to try to end rape. And even if you kill every single man on Earth and you just like kept a bunch of sperm banks somewhere so you can perpetuate the species, rape will still occur because it'll be it'll be done by women. And then you won't but you won't address it because women can't rape. But you'll complain that rape is still happening and you'll still blame men, even though they're no longer in existence. Yeah, the women because, are
1: just being they're just they're just acting out patriarchal programming yeah, from getting, 30 po- generations
0: ago. They're getting possessed by ghosts of rapist past and they're just acting that out. But I'm, I'm telling you, like they can't because you cannot correctly define your terms and you cannot accurately determine what a rape is you have no hope even that, and this is outside of the fact that there will always be evil in the world always all right that's never going away and the best we can do is try to live with it so but these people like to play god um and that's why they think they can actually accomplish their goals but they have no vision they have no idea how the world works they don't understand men they don't understand women they don't understand what rape is they just want to control the population and so they have no hope none zero percent of actually solving any problems but they certainly can create a whole bunch of new problems you know like potentially imprisoning all men but potential destroying careers destroying families destroying children Which, by the way, creates more disturbed, low impulse control people, which do more harm. And then what do you do? Well, you don't say, well, maybe we did something wrong. It's like the Skinner thing, right? Perhaps I'm wrong. No, it's men that did this somehow. I swear, if there is no men, like if they if we all died, if it was like the fucking why the last man show, we all died tomorrow. Women would be blaming men for their problems for like until they all died of complaining. And <laughs> that would be the end of, of 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 humanity, you know, not with a not with a wail or a cry, but a, but a fucking, uh, you know, complaint. Uh, well, like a pint of ice cream. That would, be the, that would be the last thing. Um, yeah, it'd be complaining all, right. all the way. So they don't, they don't want to solve any problems. Anyway. Next section. Pick up artists, (POAs) teach men seduction strategies so that they can be more successful in attracting women. That sounds like misogyny. Wanting to be attracted, women to be attracted to you. Many of these techniques involve mistreating women. Such as insulting them, negging, or disregarding consent. Again, if negging works, is it really mistreatment? It's just—it's
1: just basically teasing. I don't know why pickup artists insist on on a language that's that makes them look like assholes, but it's just teasing.
0: I don't—I um, I mean, yeah. but also, I don't even think or, that PUA's are like a big part of the manosphere anymore. Anyways, they're all no, like red, district, they're red, red pillars now, or something.
1: Yeah, they're—they've gotten even more. Uh, I would say radicalized or Uh, disregarding consent. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not blaming them for it. It's like the, the, these men bring up these issues over and over and over again, they get ignored and they get more and more black pilled and angry. Well, duh. Uh, anyway, disregarding consent. No pickup artists. Don't teach disregarding consent.
0: Oh, no. See, but the thing is, I don't think that they disregard consent because how could you possibly. The thing that a sexually successful person, so it doesn't have to be, it doesn't matter if you're a male or female. But I would say that this is something that is asked of men more because men are the pursuers generally. Um, A man, POAs like to, or red pillars, they like to uh, measure each other's dicks, right? which is something i don't find is very like masculine in my opinion but whatever right i don't think it's all that appealing i think it's a little cringe and i personally don't agree with it but it's their business i know that this is the way that a lot of men are so what whatever right they're they kind of worship women a bit and i think that pua types definitely do you know even though they are becoming a little bit less inclined to push each other in this direction a man cannot Claim that he is sexually successful with women if he is not getting their consent. So it makes literally no sense to say that PUAs disregard consent when their entire reputation as men, as pickup artists, or as Red Pillars, is... Um, based on getting it, it. Yeah, it's based on getting consent. Yeah, and like, yeah, negging women are weird. Women are weird. They want to be, they want to be teased. They want to feel like they need to like earn his attention, right? It's a game. It's messy. It's hard to communicate. Women never say what they want. They don't make it clear what they're after. So POAs have basically determined that you have to convince them that you're what they're after. And when you convince them, yeah, that's all it is. And when they are convinced then you know whatever happens happens and this is the reason why the whole conversation that feminists try to bring up regarding consent it's all it's a mess because it puts everything on men it doesn't ask you know about the way that women communicate and what women are looking for so if a man goes up to a woman and says i would like permission to talk to you and then you know she says okay and then at every step of their entire interaction without even getting sexual is him asking for permission or consent from her. She is going to get bored because that's not the way women. Oh,
1: no, That's going to freak. Like it would freak me yeah, out. It's going to gonna creep him out
0: too. Yeah, exactly. Do you mind if I hold your hand? Yeah, I'm going to be moment? like, okay,
1: are you, are you selling something or do you want me to go to your church? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no, that's it.
0: Ugh. But I'm saying three it's, out a, it's three. a
1: delicate dance because yeah. Um, and it just occurred to me why it's because when you're when you're being sold, like when somebody comes up to try to sell you something, they're trying to get something from you. So with sex, because it's it really is mutual, there's this this dance around this recognizing that women are giving men sex, but at the same time that uh trying to elicit desire so that the man is giving the woman sex. Does that make sense? It's like, because it's supposed to be a mutual exchange. Um, And women are, or don't let themselves just desire. They, they don't let themselves just express desire. And that would, it would be so much easier if women did. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe it would be less fun. Who knows? Maybe I'm just strange.
0: Well, I are mean, you... I, I think there's some something to it. Like some people like to play the game. Like women mm. want to be chased, right? So it it's like it's like you bring a dog to the dog park.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: brought Jojo to the dog park, and he knows a few of the regulars there, and and Jojo gets along really well with these two female dogs, which are. You know, they have two separate owners and they love him. OK, like he is basically like the, you know, like a he's like a uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a he, he's like a, a sheik or something, right? Like an, a, an Arab sheik with a bunch of concubines and they're these female dogs and they like to, you know, play with him and they roll around and they nibble at each other. And then this other dog came in that was also female and she wanted Jojo to chase her. And so she would run right up to him to like almost appearing to be aggressive and then like do the play pose like a, a golden retriever and then run away and then look back to see if Jojo's chasing. Right. And Jojo doesn't chase female dogs. He, he plays with the male dogs, but he doesn't chase the female dogs. And um, they so it's like they want him to play with with them, you know. In this way where it's like, oh, you have to catch me, you have to catch me. And this is, I think, the kind of game that goes on between men and women to a degree. Uh, Women, when they have an interest in a man, I think that their approach is to pretend to be. uh, It's what is the word not disinterested, aloof, 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 right? Sort of like, yeah, I'm not going to act like he's a creep. Because that's going to definitely drive him away. He's going to be like, well, shit, I don't want to be seen as a creep, right? Because I want consent. Mm. Um, but I'm, what I'm going to do is act like he's not that important to see if he you know, can change my mind. So it's like going to a, a car salesman and demand that the car salesman convince you to buy a certain car from the lot. And the men they, that agree to play that game, they try to sell themselves And part of what they do is to play, to do sort of like a a reversal on the woman. Like, you know, the woman pretends like she doesn't really have that much of an interest in that guy, but maybe under the right conditions, she could, you know, allow him to buy her a drink or allow him to take her out or whatever. And then what he does is he flips the script, which is basically trying to take her down a peg. And that's what the negging is, right? It's to say, I'm not going to worship you. I'm going to point out your flaws. And a woman gets into that because she doesn't want a man who's going to, uh, and this is the average woman, they don't really want a man that's going to essentially approve of everything that they do or everything that they are unconditionally because that's boring to women. And so instead, they want to, you know, and it becomes this weird like tug of war, you know, power struggle thing. And and I'm not a fan of it because I'm way too old for that, you know, but. I know that a lot of people do it, and um, you, if, if, if you have enough experience, you can tell when there's flirtation going on, but the, the, the other issue is that on the legal front and the Me Too movement and all of these other sort of this cultural upheaval that's been going on since the sexual revolution, which the more and more I think about it, the more and more I start to think it's, it was a fucking t- tremendous mistake, um, it gets harder and harder for men to play that game. And I think that's the reason why the p o a community has shifted towards a more red pill community that's sort of more trad connie in a way uh because the 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 fact is getting consent from women is just too dangerous now because there's so much like so many legal problems right before if you could convince a woman to you know to let you kiss her or take her on a date or have sex with her. Um, And let's say afterwards you decided, well, I didn't really like her much. I don't think I'm going to call her back, whatever. Uh, That was just the end of it. And the woman would be like, lesson learned. I probably shouldn't have done that or whatever. But now, I mean, cops could show up at his door. So they're basically, POAs haven't really changed in that they're still trying to operate within the system to get what they want. But they have to change their tactics and they have to change their goals around a bit to uh, so call that, you out on one thing there okay go uh ahead.
1: there was breach of promise laws that's something that i think frank frank sinatra ran aground of if a man just has sex with a woman and no uh, relationship was incoming uh there was a point in time where a woman could sue him
0: so oh, i was talking about more so like after the rape yeah no, no after I, I, yes no i mean like yeah that makes sense i i get that but i'm just talking about something more like The way that the PUAs operated when the PUA thing was kind of new. So it was basically like going to places where women were more likely to be, uh, let's say, a bit more promiscuous and open-minded sexually and trying to like, you know, nail as many women as possible and also be willing to essentially like not commit to anyone. And Mm. the women at the time were a little bit more sexually liberated. So they felt like Well, if that happened, it would be a bummer sometimes, depending on how much they liked him. But they would sort of like lick their wounds, you know, say lesson learned and move on. But the Me Too movement essentially said, it's okay if you're a slut. It's okay if you're promiscuous. It's okay if all that happens. And plus, if you get rejected or if you just change your mind or if you feel like after the encounter was over and it's been a few days, you're like, you know what? I think I was raped. You can go ahead and accuse them of rape. So they've basically given them even more power, to um, you know, shame and marginalize, and also and inflict men. and
1: also inflict sexual violence on men because lots yeah. of rapists use the threat of a false accusation in order to rape. Okay, let's get to the let's get a little bit further yeah. because we All don't right. have a lot of
0: time. I know, I know. Uh, next is involuntary celibates, incels, believe they are entitled to a relationship with a woman, but are incapable of finding a partner. Multiple acts of okay. extreme violence and even murder have been attributed to this group.
1: Okay, misattributed. Also, uh, groups will engage, like, people will use any stupid excuse. Uh, people with low pro impulse control and low empathy will use excuses to explain why they're being violent to other, towards others. There's, there, there's no reason to actually give their excuses credence. All right. Uh, how are they both entitled to a relationship but incapable of having one?
2: Yeah, right. I believe
1: they're entitled to a relationship but incapable of finding a partner. Uh yeah, okay. Right. All right. Let's let's keep going because this is all just right.
0: Well, to sum up, none of these groups as she defines them, uh are are well defined and they don't make sense. MRAs wouldn't even need to exist if there weren't rights or just injustices that needed to be adjusted. And in a patriarchy, there couldn't be MRAs. MGTOW, no, No, not it...
1: couldn't. No, 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 no. Not that there couldn't be MRAs. They would be. There would be no manosphere in a patriarchy because yeah, there'd be the no society. There would be no niche. There would be no. Uh, there would be no subculture because this right. would be the culture.
0: Yeah, it would be. It would be the mainstream culture. And in
1: fact, okay, so in in an actual patriarchy, people who identify places where society could benefit men or men are victims of women would get millions if not billions of dollars for their work and to yeah. and all kinds of funds and social resources to prevent any situation where men are subject to women's violence or mm-hmm. are subject to situations where they aren't benefited by society. Mm-hmm. Men going their own way would probably be a subgenre of porn. Pick up artists, yeah. teach men seductions, and I don't mean gay, I mean like, I, I don't know, that... It, I don't mean like it's direct a direct thing, um, but it would the idea that women being with other women is more pure, more wholesome. And I'm not making MGTOW gay. I'm saying that in this patriarchy, it would be pickup mm. artists because the migtows as they are now wouldn't exist. Pickup artists teach men. Okay, there wouldn't need to be pickup artists because women would be pursuing men. Uh, and involuntary celibates? Well, they would simply say that women who don't find them desirable are immoral. We would, They're yeah, yeah.
0: We, and, we and they we would pass have... a law that would assign women to, to incels.
1: <laughs> well, maybe well, we haven't done that for women, but literally, they we do have women who say that men are immoral for not finding them mm. attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, and and this is something that's given oh, credence yeah. in the mainstream. Oh, yeah. It's taught in in academia. So incels would be brought on mainstream. And when they say women don't find us attractive, that means that are bad. Because we have a right to be found attractive. People would be applauding them for empowering themselves. And then there would be all kinds of academic papers written about how bad women are for not finding them attractive and said, all of this is in a sub in small subcultures that only exists on the internet because These men can't actually talk in the main culture. They can't discuss this stuff in the main culture. So it's all shuffled off into a subculture on the internet because this is not our culture. That like this, everything that she's saying, she's a feminist. Everything that she's saying is actually deconstructing her own belief system about reality. And she's going to say that this subculture that can only exist because the internet has something approaching freedom of speech or these, peop- these men can find each other to talk to each other, that the existence of this subculture sub- as a subculture is evidence that the cult- this subculture is actually the culture, which is absolute excremental bullshit. And it should not convince anybody with two brain cells to rub together. If people are forced into a subculture, by definition, they are not the mainstream! Yeah. Okay.
0: Alright, so uh yeah so none of those groups as they're defined make any sense i have some super chats maybe i'll read them and then keep going william thomas gives us five dollars australian and says at work so i'll tune in later here's some money for the hat thank you william meredith g gives us five bucks and says tip for the internet bill thank you meredith albatross gives us oh and by the way william thomas i'm really sorry about what's going on in australia a rip Mm. um albatross gives us five dollars and says they want to interact with people they claim to fear and or be at war with that make that make sense well it doesn't they it doesn't i mean like it's either not been thought through although i don't think that's the issue i think that what they're trying to do is basically form a coalition against these subcultures and they try to convince people how dangerous they are despite the fact that they're literally not a threat to anyone um except maybe themselves in the case of like incels. And this is uh, like, uh, they they
1: looking, they're looking at a pathetic, uh, frankly, a pathetic response by men to the vast changes that feminists have wreaked on society. Like this is, this is basically a response to men Yeah. and it's pathetic. Like it, it is like, it's, it's pushed into the corners of the internet. It's tiny. It's a small voice. You know, men can't actually articulate this in public. It's a pathetic response by men to how feminists have completely and utterly and completely changed the social landscape. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're, they're saying that, and it's pointing to that because if they were honest about their situation, they'd have to admit that they have the power. They have created the changes that they want to create The only response that men can muster is pathetic. It's hidden in the cracks of the internet. And they've won. But now they have to go look at those cracks because they have to be the victims. They have to snatch victimhood from the jaws of victory. They done smashed the patriarchy, if there ever was really a patriarchy to smash. They have achieved what they wanted. Divorce is rampant, single motherhood is rampant. Children, there's children that probably grow up never even seeing a man. Congratulations, you did it. This is the world you wanted, and now and now we are not just pursuing getting men out of uh, the home, out of the families. We're not just pursuing getting men out of teaching, uh, getting getting men out of uh, the principal positions of leadership, which is really HR, than not the C the C suite. You know, we're, we're we've done all that. We've gotten men out of their own hobbies, men and boys out of their own hobbies and their own interests. We've, they've, they've basically re- replaced how uh, narratives used to actually, you know, be they see men as their audience. They've gotten rid of that. So all of the fiction, they've gotten rid of all the pastimes for men and boys, or they've colonized it for their own endeav- endeavors. And now they're getting rid of uh, men's virtues. So the idea of, uh, of freedom, stoicism, and individuality—they're now—they're attacking that in the public reality and replacing it with authoritarianism, collectivism, and oh, oh—we're going to get rid of everybody's freedoms so that we can all be safe from each other. And, and they've won. They have won so hard, like they—they they have absolutely and utterly won, and they are looking at the pate- pathetic squeaks from the from the the tiniest corners of the internet. And they're looking at it. They're looming like giants. These little tiny mice that just managed to scratch out a nest. And they're saying, oh, my God, we're so oppressed. And it yep. is insane to witness. And yet, well, they, we live a,
0: they live in a state of perpetual fear. So, you know, they're, 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 they're basically terrified of everything. It's like the... Uh, I feel like there was a fairy tale about that um but yeah that's that's the reason basically anything that has uh
1: i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be completely goddamn fucking honest the men in these tiny cracks with their pathetic response to what feminism has done will still puff up their chests and say we are the powerful ones because it's too embarrassing not to be And that is how men keep losing all of their power and their influence is because they are sacrificing it to their perception of power when they're not the actual reality of power, but just the perception of it. Because to recognize, to recognize how powerful women are is embarrassing and probably also terrifying. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's terrifying as well. And I'm not saying this because I want to embarrass or terrify men, but because I don't want to see men hurt more. And I see this addiction to this perception of power, and I see it destroying our society and destroying men. And, and yes, I see women doing this, but I also see men encouraging Continuing to encourage the perception of their power because to do otherwise would be humiliating, and so you create. It's this ridiculous situation where you have this tiny, tiny mice puffing up their chests and saying, "We are the powerful ones," and the fucking women are just like, "Oh my God, a mice!" Like these gigantus, gigantises, striding off, a colossus striding off the earth, making it whatever they want it to be terrified of mice and it's, it's just the fucking most absurd fucked up thing I've ever seen and yet it is playing out male and female roles men want to feel powerful they want to feel potent they want that even more than actually being powerful or potent or having control over their lives and women want to be victims even as they are the strongest most powerful people in a room and it's it, it's stop it like, we're going to lose everything if we continue to indulge in this bullshit. Okay, I've just alienated everyone, so I'm going to walk off my pulpit.
0: All right, I'm um, still reading Super Chats, so... Um, Albert Nada Retro gives us $5 Canadian and says, Little something towards the internet bill. Thank you. Robin Fox gives us $10 in New Zealand dollars. Uh, Robin Fox, I'm sorry about what's going on in New Zealand. The woman that runs things down there is a demon. Uh, And he says, all of this has happened before. Why do you think religions are so prescriptive about male and female roles? That it's just misogyny? The ancients noticed how women are and acted accordingly. Um. And then lastly, Derek Workman gives us $5 and says, Allison is wrong. Female power is terrifying for females as well as men. All right.
1: it, I'm not saying it's not terrifying. What? I'm not saying it's not terrifying for women oh, too, okay. but it's a thing that nobody acknowledges.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You, you, well, some people are just going to like, they're going to spurg out on some some of this shit. So All right. Next. uh, How are young people influenced? A 2020 hope not hate report a totally not biased report demonstrated how the Manosphere influences young people's beliefs about feminism. Boys are repeating Manosphere talking points in school and even harassing female teachers. I don't know of any evidence that they're harassing female teachers, whatever the hell that means. What Uh, does it matter?
1: Female teachers have power over them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How
1: did how did female teachers with all the power and many of them who are actually sexually abusing their pupils? How did they become the victims here?
0: Yeah, exactly. Aren't they the adults? Mm. Are, but in, the, in a way, the report found that 50 percent of young men aged 16 to 24 believe feminism makes it more difficult for men to succeed. Oh, when Jones. Uh, well, like, not just literally that. Literally,
1: but... that's what
0: they're. Go ahead.
1: Literally, that's what they're set out to do. Yeah. And also, we have statistical evidence that feminist teachers mark boys less. Or they give the lower, lower scores to boys. So, yeah, that's not a belief. It's a fact. And I'm, I'm per- actually surprised that 50% of boys actually did the research to find facts about reality. Go yeah. ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, in, in addition... Um... The curriculum as it exists in most schools is it's female or it's oriented towards girls. So, for example, I am doing substitute teaching part time now, and I had to sub for a sixth grade middle school classroom and everyone was reading and the book they were reading wasn't, say, Treasure Island or Huckleberry Thin or the Odyssey or the Iliad or something awesome like that, Jules Verne or whatever. It was some book that I can't even remember the name of that was about bullying in school. And I looked at it and it was basically a story that a girl might enjoy. A girl would probably enjoy because the girls were, there were more girls in the class they were uh, generally more engaged and the boys were just distracted and they were just sort of like, they just didn't care about that story. And so they're not going to do as well because they're not engaged. When I was going to school, we had to read, you know, um, m- most of the liter- literature wouldn't have been considered gendered back then, but feminists would say that it's all masculine oriented today because we weren't reading mm. fucking uh, the handmaid's tale. So I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah. No, but they would say that 1984. That's a man's story. Literally, Margaret Atwood said that. She said that she wrote The Handmaid's Tale as the female version, as though a woman reading 1984 wouldn't get anything out of it somehow. And so we've we've we fucked up education for boys. Period. It's not just about the preferences that teachers have or the exploitation that they can in, inflict on boys it's also because the learning itself is just not oriented to the way that boys want to learn. So, um, anyway, the report found that 50% of young men aged 16 to 24 believe feminism makes it more difficult for men to succeed. Owen Jones, head of education and training at hope, not hate says that gender equality is the most difficult subject to teach. Many students don't believe sexism is a problem. It's not. And when teaching the subject, there quote, is an aggressive backlash from male students who not only deny the issues, but try to silence any notion of female empowerment or critique of male culture. But on them. Like,
1: good on them. Like, uh, boy, students. So the ones who are under your power are actually saying, hey, no. We don't recognize what you're saying is about their life. So the, the, the people, are, these boys are actually punching up. Because you yep. are trying to tell them their experience for them. And they are actually punching up and saying, no, our experience is ours. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good on them. Good on them for standing up to you bullies.
0: Absolutely should. This can make it difficult to have productive conversations about important mean- issues
1: conversations you're not having conversations you're having lectures what you mean is that it could be difficult to have productive brainwashing sessions where you tell these young men what their thoughts are god this is infuriating
0: yeah and of course you know well let me finish the sentence this can make it difficult to have productive conversations about important issues like sexism or gender stereotypes in the classroom you know what these people ultimately want, right? They want to make sure that everyone agrees with them, and if they don't, it may begin as conversations but it all- it always always devolves into authoritarianism. It always devolves into forcing them to comply and this is what Owen Jones means because Owen Jones is an authoritarian in like it's very simple you can you it doesn't matter how many people say, well, we're just having conversations. We're, we just need you to understand no, that, what, that we're right, because that's what conversations mean, is that we're right and you haven't figured it out yet, but that always, always becomes authoritarian because if they don't okay. if you if you continue to disagree with them then you're going to become a problem and if you're going to be a problem then you're an obstacle and the obstacle needs to be removed and the only way to remove that obstacle is through force this is what they do to the manosphere if they could they don't have the authority to do this just yet but if they could they would send secret police to the homes of every person's IP address in the manosphere because that's how they really feel about you okay
1: Alright, I have experience with this. I remember going to a, a, a panel with feminists and the feminist said, said, why can't we have a conversation? So I stepped up and I said, well, I'm the other side of the conversation. Let's have it. And then I got evicted yeah. from the entire event. They don't want a conversation. They want you to listen. And they want yep. you to believe. And that is it.
2: Yep. Okay, That's Let's right. let's...
0: That's right. Okay. How do young people find the Manosphere? Many Manosphere groups host their own websites and have been increasing traffic or have seen increasing traffic with some seeing growth from thousands to millions of users. However, these groups can also be found on popular social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Reddit, in particular, is home to many Manosphere communities, although the most popular MGTOW and incel subreddits have recently been banned. Young people may also find the Manosphere via YouTube, as the Watch Next algorithm has been known to recommend increasingly sexist and anti-feminist content in order to keep users engaged. TikTok may be another avenue, as the MGTOW and pickup artist communities in particular are becoming more Prevalent there. I, I personally don't think anyone should be on TikTok because you're literally giving China your info. I wouldn't do it. I don't care how useful it might be. Uh, as far as what was the other thing that she said? Oh, yeah. Um, sexist and anti feminist content. Notice how often they conflate those things as though they're basically identical. Being anti feminist is, uh, well, it's just like we talked about before. It's not at all related to sexism, but these people believe that it is because they want you to believe that criticizing feminism is basically sexism. Um, But sexism is a meaningless word, just meaningless. All that matters is what's the problem? How do we fix it? People who invoke isms, they don't want to fix problems.
1: You know what what this is? They can't identify them. If you're a mother listening to this, and I know that no women ever actually listen to what we have to say, or very few do and you're reading this and you actually follow this advice, you probably just increase the odds of your child committing suicide because you're treating him like he's a ticking time bomb and his own beliefs and viewpoints about the world are something that shouldn't exist. Mm
2: -hmm. I've, I've
1: dealt with young men who have to endure that kind of pressure from their families. And it is... It, it's, it is, I, I just I wish sometimes that these people would just stop They would stop being so cruel And yeah. uncaring Because they are actively harming people with this mm-hmm. Alright, they're actively they, harming young men with this
0: It's true uh, Okay What language should I look for? There are several words and phrases which suggest that someone is familiar with the manosphere. Oh, I want to hear this because I want to see how, how, how up-to-date on the lingo she, has, she is. Such as red pill, learning the truth about female nature and that feminism is about oppressing men. Hi. Blue pill, not having taken the red pill and so living in blissful ignorance. Alpha male slash Chad, an attractive, successful man desired by all women. Beta male, Cuck, an average man who has not yet taken the red pill and is inferior to the alpha male. Eh, I don't know about that. I don't think that's quite right. Femoid or foid, female humanoid, mostly used by incels. So so what? (laughs) But yeah, in our, ch- in
1: our in our Discord, this this word is mostly used by one woman. Foyd. Yeah, but Foyd. Yeah.
0: Oh, by Luga. Yeah, that's right. Um, but like, yeah, so what? Do, what about when yeah, you guys so what? call men chuds? Is, or scroats. Or scroats. Or creeps. Yeah. Or creeps. Or and that's a lot more acceptable. Or yeah, or incels in your way of using I'm it. I'm a
1: lot more likely to get violence done to the, the man who's thus labeled. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Red pill, learning the truth about female nature and that feminism is about oppressing men. Okay, let's let's look at that for a second. All right. Feminism blames men for society, all social problems, because everything that's good in society is feminism and everything that's yeah. bad is men. Our patriarchy. All right. It literally has named goodness after the female gender identity and badness after an aspect of the male gender identity. Okay? What do you think is going to be the result of that? Let's say I created a movement in which I name everything good white and everything bad black. What do you think is going to result from that? Especially if I have institutional power like feminism does. And the funny thing is, is that she will turn around and say men's rights activists blaming men or women is sexist. What did she say? She said, uh, oh, uh, many of these communities encourage resentment or even hatred towards men and girls. Uh, sexist beliefs blaming women and feminists for all sorts of problems in society. So sexist beliefs blaming women. So it's sexist to blame a gender, is it? Well, feminists blame men, period. Full stop. In fact, they label evil after men and good after women. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have this belief system that you are not allowed to argue with. They justify it using a belief system or a conjecture about reality that you are not allowed to argue with. Uh, which is patriarchy theory. The the idea that society is a benefit of, uh, constructed for the benefit of men at the expense of women. <clears throat> and that justifies why they can blame men for society, but nobody can turn around and blame women for society That's sexist. Um, yeah. it, it's just, and you can't question it. You cannot question the premises that they, they base this entire moral hierarchy with themselves on top on. So you have to accept ridiculous things like feminism invented uh, men caring about women in the 1960s, which is ridiculous. It's absurd. Um, Otherwise, you run afoul of their sexism or their accusations of sexism. So it's this, this syllopsistic system that justifies itself and refuses to accept the possibility of its own error and then makes judgment on men that they can't escape by saying, well, maybe that your your fundamental premises are wrong. No, that's sexist, you can't do that. That's even worse. So it puts women in complete and eternal, or not even women, it puts feminists in complete and eternal moral supremacy over men. But it's not oppressing them. Well, it sort of is morally, don't you think? Because yeah. you already you already clarified in the beginning that when men judge women or that when women are blamed it's sexist which assume presumably is a form of disenfranchisement or oppression of women but when you blame men it can't possibly be (laughs) it's not oppressing men okay even though there's absolutely no escape it's not it's not even a situation where men could take responsibility for any kind of behavior they can't go up to a feminist and say okay what what specific behavior do i need to change no you just have to live an internal judgment of feminists so that they can demand whatever they want from you at any time that they want. But that's not oppression. Yep. Creating that kind of moral hierarchy doesn't oppress the people on the bottom. That's just fairness, I guess. Justice, whatever they want to call it.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, last language, a bit of language on the list here is gynocentrism, the theory that society revolves around and is dominated by women. Last part's Um, wrong. People don't say it's
1: dominated by women. They say that women's benefit dominates. So in other words, societies, and this is proven, statistically, people prefer to protect and provide for women. That is gynocentrism. Full stop. We look to women's responses to things in order to determine how we view those things morally. That's gynocentrism. The fact is that
0: we measure the health of our society by looking at women's satisfaction.
1: Yes,
2: we
0: do and that is, yes. that is in feminism. Yes.
1: That is the foundation of feminism. You know, Charles Foyer, his original feminist formu- formulation is that society should be judged by the benefit of for- afforded women. And what a surprise that, that feminism in rapid succession identified benefiting men as its Satan and then identified society as completely Satanic. Therefore, in perpetuity, justifying its own existence in every one of its damn excesses. Just like every other re- religious institution throughout human history that becomes in, in, incalculably corrupt. They see sin everywhere, and they see society itself as a, as a fountain of sin that they need to be able to be in control to correct. And then we wonder, where our rights went?
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. However, not everyone uses this sort of language. It is also important to look out for generalizing statements made about women and men, such as making claims about how all women act or talking about men and women as if they are two different species. They're Do not- women
1: commit domestic violence at the same rate as men? Do women Are women capable of being liars like men? In other words, if they can take advantage of, for example... Uh, me too. Will they? Okay. Do women engage in sexual assault at similar rates as men? You are presenting men and women as completely different species. Somehow, men have the ability to influence women's thoughts, like they have. Like women, men are omniscient, superpowered beings who can manipulate women into doing things based on patriarchal norms, even when they aren't in the room. Like, how is that not creating two separate species? Okay, sorry, Brian. Yeah, keep going.
0: no, it's it's all good. Oh, fucking! All right, well, yeah. so the the way that this this website is formatted is kind of garbage because I can't read this last paragraph. I'm gonna read, read as it. much of it as I can, but yeah, like there's can, like this I can read it this weird ad that's like covering up part of the article. Ryan, I'll, uh, go I can ahead, read it. All right, oh, yeah, it. okay.
1: Okay, how can we make young people less perceptible to these harms? What? Okay, less perceptible?
2: So that they won't see it? No.
1: Uh, how? Okay, so perceptible means, especially of a slight movement or change of state, able to be seen or noticed. Okay,
2: so So
1: how do we make young people less able to be seen or noticed to these harms? Okay. All right. I concede that you have utterly and completely won the day feminists and Jessica, you're, you're part of an incredibly powerful movement that just crushes everything beneath its feet. But could you at least understand English? Yeah. Right. Like you must, you must be able to have editors go through this and tell you this doesn't make any sense. How do we make young people less able to be seen to these harms?
0: Yeah, but it makes her sound smarter.
1: Susceptible. Susceptible. It doesn't, no, perceptible doesn't make her sound smart. She sounds like an idiot. It's susceptible to these harms. Susceptible. My God, you can afford editors, can you not? You're part of the most powerful group of people on the goddamn planet. The people who basically define how men and women are supposed to be perceived. And you cannot, you can't get it right. All right. I mean, us, we're we're always behind the eight ball with everything. Technical difficulties. Perceptible speech, in my case, perceptible. Uh, Understandable speech, in my case, you know. But you, you should be better than this, right? Because you are part of the ones that want. You are part of the powerful. Okay. A lot of manosphere beliefs follow mainstream thoughts about gender and sexuality. Well, yes, they most likely do because they are part like they, they they come from the mainstream like most people don't really question gender just like you don't cuz you still think men are to blame and women are victims of society i guarantee it if you're a feminist you think men have a greater agency in society and women have less which is so so wrong so unbelievably wrong But anyway, a lot of manosphere beliefs follow mainstream thoughts about gender and sexuality. Many teenage boys feel ashamed about not having a girlfriend, but this does not necessarily mean they will identify as an incel.
0: It's not something you choose to identify as. Okay, go ahead.
1: Therefore, it is important to have early conversations about healthy relationships and gender relations so that young people do not get sucked into the black and white and often defeatist thinking of the manosphere. Why would the Manosphere have defeatist thinking if they're in
2: power?
0: Yeah, right. How are they the losers
2: and yet the patriarch?
1: Tools like the Online Together Project are designed to help start these conversations. Constructive support with difficult feelings around girls' sexuality and masculinity is also essential. Many teenage boys feel ashamed about not having a girlfriend. So let's essentially lump them
2: in with the involuntary celibate. Like, uh, I don't get it. Oh,
1: I'm going to look at the under 11. Under 11s. Let's look at let's look at what they say to under 11s.
0: Wait, did you this, finish that article? I yeah, can't I, see I finished, the type.
1: I finished the article, and now I'm on the Online Together project. So I just want to see... I just want to see, oh, Break it's down a quiz. gender
0: stereotypes with the online together project.
1: Oh, it's a little quiz. I'm, oh, I'm doing the under 11s the ch- for the can creepy I, factor. Can, yeah. we,
0: can we do this?
1: Can yes, we do this we quiz
0: do this. real quick? Okay. Let me read some super chats and then we're going to do it. Uh, yeah. Choose a quiz to start. Questions for teens under 11s or 11 to 13s. Which one?
1: Under elevens, because I want to Under really 11. amp up the creepy factor. These right. are adult yeah. women trying to manipulate the sexual identities of the collect boys the number of girls. players.
0: Is it just one?
1: It's just one there. one player is good. Yep.
0: All right. Are you playing with a parent or trusted adult? Yes. Oh, why? Are there gonna be sexual things now? All right. Mm. So I got some super chats. I'm gonna read them really quick before we dive into this. Um Let's see. Albert Nader Retro gives us $5 Canadian and says, Robin Fox is right. It all happened before. It was in Germany around the 1930s. It was men specifically, but the idea was the same. Mm. Uh, William Thomas gave us $5 Australian and says, here is some more cash to buy painkillers for Allison's headache. And then William Thomas gives us another $5 Australian. Thank you, William. And he says, men are more locks, I guess. Yes, they should just live no. underground quietly and don't go on the internet. Mm. Um and just die. Quietly alone, don't make a mess, don't make a big stink. Don't want to find implode. the corpse. Just yeah, just disappear up your own ass. Uh Robin Fox gives us $5 New Zealand. I see a lot of like camaraderie going on. We're getting New Zealand and Australian support, and I got to say, you guys need it more than we do, but thank you. Well, maybe really not more than Canadians.
1: It. Well, Canadians yeah, maybe, are going yeah. to hell in a handbasket too. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're going on the crazy security above freedom ride just along with our New Zealand and Australian brothers
0: and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robin Fox says, find out who you can't criticize and you'll find out who rules over you. The idea women are oppressed and feminism is the rebellion is absurd. Yeah, but they, they, they constantly reframe everything as we're the underdogs. All that, by the way, hope you guys are growing out your facial hair for November uh, if you're able. So, cause I know. Oh I Yeah, have. that's
1: right. The 15th yeah. or, or is it the 19th? The 19th is, is uh, women's international... entrepreneur day. International women entrepreneur day now.
0: That's right. Yeah. It, it female entrepreneur <laughs> day, and day and it's toilet and it's toilet day.
1: Freaking! day. I'm guessing that Google will have a doodle on November 19th and it'll be for international women's entrepreneur day. One freaking day, one freaking day and they can't handle it. Mm. I just, I like, I I just don't understand how you can be so petty, so mean spirited, so ugly, like so inside, like you, you got a raisin for a heart. These women that you just cannot even cotton men having one damn day, a raisin for a heart, a current raisins too generous you have a current for a heart a clove a tiny speck of
2: dirt
0: (laughs) i think the, the grinch is more concerned with men's issues than these people yeah uh okay so question number one what interest do you think most people who like to watch gaming videos online have they spend Wait, they spend all their time gaming for hours and don't really have any other interests but gaming? Anyone can like watching these kinds of videos? What is this question? I don't understand how this works. Or- Why is this? uh, Why
1: would you? Okay, but why, what interests do you think most people who like to watch gaming videos online have? Uh, I would imagine that there's a multiplicity of people like that, so probably all three. How is it that you're choosing one? Like, right off the bat, you are stereotyping gaming.
0: Uh, Of course, because it's a male-dominated thing, I guess.
1: Like, why would you... What what does this even have relation... Why is is this feminist website, right off the bat, under-11s talking about gaming? And I really wonder... What it is it wants to say about gaming.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm uh, sure it's not really about gaming.
1: Okay, so um, the three answers are spend all their so time gaming for hours and don't really have an interest in any, any other interest in gaming.
0: but gaming. Anyone, Anyone can, can like, like watch it. these types of videos. They could have a range of things they like to do, or they often only socialize with online friends rather than real friends. What interests do you think most people...
1: Have? I'm guessing the center okay. one
0: is the correct one. I, I don't know. I don't. Okay. Well, let's just go with the second one. Check the answer, please select one answer. How do I select
1: correct answer?
0: Oh, I get highlighted. Okay. Check your oh, answer. Oh, Because you
1: know, this, what they're doing is they're training them not to be gatekeeping of girls, I guess.
0: Yeah, this is the correct. So there are correct answers. So this isn't right. Like, uh, okay, well, it says it can be easy oh. to assume that because someone likes to do a particular thing, they're more likely to do something else that fits in with that. Uh, this is really with
1: What we should like. However, it is important to remember that people of all ages and backgrounds enjoy a range of activities and have the right to do so. The right to do so, no matter who they are. Everyone should be able to make their own choices about the things they like to wear, do, and enjoy, and that includes playing or video games online if they want to, except if they're boys. Uh, one thing that does matter when playing games online is your age. You should choose and play games that are suitable for your age. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God.
0: God. I just... Jesus. Why? Advice for parents and carers. Questions to discuss. No. No. Let's just keep going. Um, Question two. What, what would you say would to you someone... Say, if- yeah, if they lost an entire video game, an online video game, online and video got video games are upset. Uh, stop be a crybaby yeah get good scrub don't be a drama queen yes please don't it's okay we all win or lose it's okay everyone's a winner <laughs> this is this is killing me inside <laughs> i know this, this is killing me inside this is so paternal i think i'm gonna go with the most sexist answers so we're gonna do this don't be a drama queen because that don't be a crybaby is directed at boys don't be a drama queen is directed at girls So we're gonna go full on fuck women and i'm gonna pick that answer check your answer tell me i'm wrong one incorrect or one out of ten what would you say correct answer is it's okay we all win or lose What you need to know. Sometimes it can be easy to say things online that you wouldn't possibly say in real life. You can be swept up in the game and get upset if someone you are playing with loses the game. In those moments, if you feel like, God, this is so bad. Like, you remember when Gamergate started? And um, the feminists who don't play games, they don't spend money on the hobby. They didn't build it up. They don't design anything. They literally bring absolutely nothing to the table. Whereas men in the industry literally built the fucking table. Um, and the, the, the claim that feminists made is that these people just don't want women in gaming. And what did a lot of people, the, most of the industry do? They said, oh, no, no, we don't hate women. Please don't think we hate women. Misogyny is the last thing I like. That's my least favorite thing to do. Please get into the hobby. Please become a part of our community. Now, what's happening? The entire industry is garbage. Most of the games made are trash. Everything is woke. And and they're still saying it's not enough. Nothing is fun anymore. Fun is dead. Okay? At least for, for people who still exist within the paradigm. I left the paradigm uh, years ago. And I'm doing my own thing. Fuck them. Right? Yeah, fuck might as well just... Right in the fuck hole. Because if they, like, try to tell me... That, oh yeah, you know that game that you love? We're going to make this more inclusive. Guess what? I'm not buying anymore I'm going to do something else now. That, that's it. That's all. The only thing that we had to do was stop worrying so... about. Go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: No, no. I, I, sorry. I, I interrupted you. I have a bad habit of doing that. Keep going. Okay.
0: I just, all I'm saying is, is that we could have snipped this shit in the bud in 2012 if we would have just said, fuck off you don't know anything about this hobby get the fuck out and if they say well that's misogynist yeah so fucking what go cry me a river somewhere get out period that's it like if, if there are people in this chat if you've if you've done this or if you've seen other people do this be aware of this. This is the trick, okay? When, when you ask someone to talk about something that is considered to be controversial because it involves the potential of you offending someone, and then that, a person starts talking about it, and the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, I don't hate women, fuck that guy or girl, but it's mostly guys that do that, and say, stop apologizing for shit that everyone agrees with. Stop saying the obvious You are giving them ground. Do not, do not under any circumstances, start to explain that you are somehow uniquely not sexist because that is a lie. Most people are not sexist. Sexism as a term is meaningless. And the only thing that matters is, are these people fucking your shit up? or not. And if they are, and they're not really participating, and they're trying to upend everything, then they're your enemy. And if they're working with you, and they're willing to coexist with you in a true way, then maybe they're your friend. And that's it. That's it. So here we are now, where these fucking people are micromanaging 10-year-old boys, because they don't like the way that they engage with their own peers online in the privacy of their own home on a video game. This is where we are. And it's only going to get worse because these people always, 100% of the time, they devolve to authoritarianism if they don't get their way. That's it. Every fucking time. Anyway. Okay, Allison, go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, this is such bland crap.
0: I know. It's really, it's, it's so like obvious Sesame Street shit, but it's like this creepy, what's the name of the, the woman that wore pink in uh, Harry Potter? You know, you yeah. know the one, she um can't remember her name, Uh, Do- Dolores Umbridge, I think. And she was like the most evil character. The most evil character in the series was the most sweet feminine like you know um kind of Jackie O British feminist type reminded me of like the 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 suffragettes kind of thing that was the worst person and that's okay, what and this that, is i'm just doing this for only, your own good
1: yeah they have a later on they have a so, question 7 if i see someone saying mean things to, online i can laugh because it's funny block report talk to my parents or carers or someone i trust uh join in because i don't like the person either you know so two of these things actually encourages a child to develop agency but we can't have that because that might lead them to develop masculinity and then they might be independent of our bullshit so yeah let's let's keep them in a state of um constant uh uh, uh, reliance on others, on the authority That's what this really is It's like let's keep mm-hmm. us all in a, in a state of reliance on authority So I put laugh because it's funny
0: I would I'm going to pick it I'm going to go with the trolliest answers Question three If you see that someone has used an image of a truck As their online profile picture What do you think about that person? Like trucks It could be anyone A young person or even an adult who likes trucks Number two The person is tough Number three Person must also like blue and cars. I'm going to go with that because they're obviously a boy. (laughs) I mean, if it's like a gamer online, it's probably a really high chance that it's a boy anyway. But of course, these people don't like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, God forbid
1: that that poor people have cheap ways of gender signaling so they get a sense of some kind of self-respect or worth. You know, God God forbid that poor people be able to signal uh, their desirability as a male or a female through simply uh, cheap and simple dyes. Mm-hmm. Sexual signaling should only be available to the elites via expensive things like being able to uh, afford gigantic McMansions and have your 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 female stay stay at home. Yeah, and actually engage in a, a patriarchal marriage while well saying that everybody else shouldn't should should have be free to have whatever societal structure they or, or family structure they want what what i mean is i'm referring to the the tendency of the elites to actually engage in pair bonding and women staying at home to raise their children while telling everybody else you know you see how we are successful don't do that because we don't want you to be mm-hmm. <laughs> and incidentally ah uh, the only good Uh, gender signaling is the the kind of gender signaling that rich people can afford. Everything else is sexist and wrong.
0: All right, next question. Because I know they're they're basically saying stereotypes are bad. Uh, If you see that someone has used an image of a princess as their avatar, what do you think about that person? Person is really girly. Person could be a young person or an adult who has chosen the avatar for a number of reasons. Person must also like pink going to say that they're girly and the, the fact is that most of the time that's the case and you know what if you were a boy and you put a princess as your avatar and people presumed you were a girl because of it why would you be ashamed of that what's the matter with that maybe you should just say yeah i get it because most of the time it's girls who like princesses but i am a boy after all there's nothing wrong with that is there
1: the payload oh. is, is probably question eight, where they establish the correct gender uh, binary. Because, you know, you can't... You can't uh, uh, they just go through... Uh, you, you can't expect somebody who likes blue to be a boy or pink to be a girl. Um, because those kinds of... Uh, that kind of gender binary isn't what they want boys and girls to, to engage in. But question eight definitely is the kind of gender binary that this the individuals behind this internet matters want boys and girls to engage in so i just skip to seven and eight because those are interesting ones
0: i'm gonna i gotta answer these before i move on so yes uh number five what should pictures of girls always include girls showing girls being whoever they want to be uh sparkles and princesses Or pink and ruffles we're gonna go with uh sparkles and princesses i'll give them their fantasy at least um yeah but and then i'm like well i don't i frankly don't give a shit like this is literally gonna harm no one and yet this is really upsetting to the way that that uh when you see the word always you're putting everyone in the same group and is often untrue oh god shut up get out number six what should pictures of boys always include Cars and trucks include scientists and athletes. (laughs) Haha, yes! Join boys being whatever they want to be. We're gonna go with scientists and athletes because it's dominated by boys. This boy shit right here. Check your answer. Um and many groups of people can like cars, trucks, scientists, or athletes. I don't know if anybody likes scientists. Not these days, anyway. (laughs) Next question. Number seven, if I see someone saying mean things online, I can, A, laugh because it's funny, Uh, B, block, report, talk to my parents or carers or someone I can trust. Oh, yeah, that'll really win you some friends. Join in because I don't like that person either. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) I got to decide which one. Um, which of these answers is most based, guys? Is it 1 or 3? Well, 1 or the 3.
1: La- yeah, 1 well, three or
0: is 3 is actually
1: pretty It's 3 is pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. I've, I've already found out that the lower text doesn't change no matter what you choose. So this is no, like the shittiest no. choose your own adventure game ever.
0: Yeah, I know. It basically tells you you picked wrong, you should have picked this and here's why. That's basically what all the answers No,
1: are. no, it doesn't even do that. Like even if you pick right, it says the same thing.
0: Yeah, if you pick right, it tells you the same message. So Mm -hmm. uh, okay, okay, number eight is the payload. Yeah, I gotta pick. Laugh because it's funny, Um, and then we'll move on. If you laugh, it might help someone else realize that it's it's all in good fun. So maybe that was too nice of an answer. Number oh, they're telling me yeah, I was wrong because you know I'm a terrible person. Next question. Uh, Question eight, in an online game, a player makes a comment about another player. You play like a girl. What do you do? I laugh because to me, girls play badly and I agree. (laughs) Number two, I laugh even though it's hurtful to me. might be hurtful to someone else because I want to act like it isn't or wasn't. Or number three, I don't laugh. I tell the person that this statement is hurtful to me, might be hurtful to someone else. No, let's go okay. with. Uh, I laugh. All right, so
1: here's 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 where I say that this is, is the payload.
0: It is.
2: This is
1: the payload because they are now setting up the gender dichotomy that they want. The girl is the victim, and presumably uh, they're referring to a boy because this is about controlling boys, and they're saying that the boy needs to respect the girl, even a girl that doesn't exist. Hit her feelings.
0: A hypothetical girl.
1: The hypothetical girl. So they've set up girl is victim, and boy is agent. That needs to respect the, the feelings of even a hypothetical hypothetical girl. Uh, and I checked. There isn't no. There isn't a situation where girls or boys are set up as victims. So even in their wonderful little choose your own adventure, they can't escape. Their need, their compulsion to create a gender dichotomy. It's just that they do not like the gender dichotomy based on interests, or, or or naturalistic observations about boys and girls' interests, or even arbitrary things like being able to signal your gender based on particularly culturally chosen dyed fabrics. No, they want their gender di- their gender dichotomy to be existential in nature. Men act. Women are acted upon. Women are victims. Men victimize them. And that, that, that mm. so they're already laying the groundwork for that. And yet they turn around and they say, oh no, gender c- economies are bad, unless we're the ones creating them, because that gives us the power over society. And it is just that. It is 100% just that. I am no longer convinced these people don't know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They know that if they get to define men and they get to define women, they get, they've they basically got the center of the chessboard. They got the high ground. They, no ape, nobody gonna touch them once they get that. And they are defining men and women in a way that supports their particular power structure. Men act, they're villains, they act, and to harm women, women receive men's actions and are victims. That is. Hello their, there? That is the structure. The gender structure, the gender binary, the gender dichotomy that supports their power structure, they 100% believe in a gender dichotomy that they control. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. They right. believe in gender stereotypes that they define.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Okay. All right. Question number nine. When I play in a game online or virtual world... 1. I choose whichever character I want to play because I know I can be whatever I want to be. 2. I choose a character that doesn't look like me. Or 3. I choose a character that looks the same as me. Um I know what the right answer is. It's number 1. But um uh, the the fact is like this is so obvious like I, I, I can't stand this shit, man. I'm going to go it with the most allow, offensive answer.
1: It doesn't allow for an individual. Like, they, they're they not allowing for these kids to be, just be like, well, this is what I want to choose. No, these kids have to be basically talking points for their bullshit. This yeah. is disgusting. Like, at this point, this is actually repulsive. Like, a kid can't can't choose, oh, I want some, an avatar that looks like me because this is my individual choice. They can't have individual choices as individuals. They must make choices in terms of whether or not they support this particular religious viewpoint and this particular form of gender stereotype. Like, get the fuck out of kids' brains, you weird, creepy feminists.
0: This is weird and creepy shit. Okay, so remember, this is aimed at, like, 11-year-olds, okay? Question 10. Yeah, up to, to, yeah, uh, 10 and under, that's right. Number 10, when someone says something I don't agree with online. One, I tell them to go away because I don't want to hear that. Two, I tell them that they are wrong and stupid. Three, I respect their opinion. Even if I don't agree, I even uh, if I think it's hateful, I can report it to an adult that I trust. I'm going to say you're wrong and stupid and you are wrong and stupid. <laughs> like um, if someone is wrong online. Well, first of all, I don't know that if you're a 10-year-old and you're online, you're hopefully arguing with another 10-year-old. You guys can hash that out later, and you're probably both wrong because 10-year-olds don't know a fucking thing. But in general, people are wrong online sometimes, and it's okay to disagree with them, right? Okay.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Sorry. No, that's all I wanted to say.
1: All right, in that case, I want to say, why, well, this is creepy and disturbing. When you go through these questions, children are not allowed to answer based on their own individual preferences. The correct answers are all based on the belief system that's they're being they're being brainwashed into. so if you if you have a kid and you're just sitting there and they say, "Well, I, I like to play avatars that look like me because that's my individual preference." Of course, they're not going to define it that way but they can't say that that's not correct because you can't be an individual and have your own individual, preferences. You always have to check your preferences through the lens of their ideology, even when you're 10.
2: Do you see
1: how sick that is?
2: Yeah. Like these are sick
1: minded people. These are people you shouldn't should, the people who designed this test, don't understand the idea that a child has a right to their own mind. That is a red flag right there. And you know, uh, number eight, question eight, is an online gamer. How about this? Does your feminist teacher seem to have a a creepy interest in labeling you as a sexual offender and making you take responsibility for the, the sexual experiences of adult women? How about, what do you do? How about you reporter because it sounds like she might have a problem when it comes to sexual boundaries with children. And mm. I, this is because this, this I'm pretty sure that this is con- in conjunction with a lot of the things that Laura Bates says. She goes into middle schools and she starts ta- engaging in sexual conversations with underage boys.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and making them take responsible for the sexual activities of adult women um, yeah, this, this starting a little creepy. This is a little bit predatory. It's a little bit grooming. Children have a right to have their individual opinions about things and have those individual opinions just be individual, not a reflection of some kind of satanic panic or, or some sort of potentially hateful ideology. And if you don't allow that children have their own minds, they have their own individual preferences that shouldn't be judged through the lens of whatever fucked up thing you want to promote or your fucked up uh, basis for your own power and, why, and your own justification for why you should have access to children, uh, you know, you don't belong around them and you don't belong influencing them. Because a kid should have every right to say, yeah, I like an avatar that looks like me. Or yeah, I like an avatar that doesn't look like me. I want to be a dragon. They have every right to do that. They have every right to develop their individual preferences and have those individual preferences be individual and not a reflection
2: of whether or not they support your ideology. You are groomers. All
0: right. Um,
2: okay, so uh, let's, I'm, I'm
1: infuriated. I'm at,
0: the, I'm at the end. That was the last question. Uh, yes. In terms of the what you need to know thing, it does say, and I think it's because this is like a UK thing. It says hate speech. Hate speech is illegal. Not there's no such thing as hate speech in the US. People are trying to make it a thing, but it's not a thing, and it shouldn't be a thing anywhere. But it says hate speech is illegal and should always be reported. If someone says something to you or about you online that makes you feel bad about who you are. Uh, You should seek the support of a trusted adult and you can consider blocking that person or not engaging with them. You can visit True Vision to report an internet hate crime. Remember, these are the same people that try to convince boys that are 10 years old, they try to convince them that they are the cause of all of the world's problems because of the way they were born. And that's the reason why hate speech should not even be a thing that is uttered. As a term. Well,
1: that's because if it were legitimately applied, everybody would, would turn around, point directly at feminists and say, hate speech, because mm-hmm. it is hate speech. And I, I, the fact that parents would inflict this shit on their children, like I actually have a real issue with not recognizing children's minds or their right to autonomy to a certain degree. They're literally saying that children don't have a right to their individual preferences and they all have to be vetted through this fucked up gender stereotype that they prefer and is supports their own power base. You know, it's like, that's, that's horrifying. Yeah. Kids can't be kids. They're just mouthpieces for your bullshit.
0: Yeah. And, and like, honestly, if you can look at the UK, which I know this is from because they don't They have hate speech laws, okay? Um, But no one accuses feminists of hate speech. Why is that? Well, because it's feminists that decide what hate speech is. And lo and behold, they're exempt. But a man who says hello to a woman on a public street, that's hate speech. And you think I'm exaggerating, but they're literally making misogyny a crime in the UK. How do you define misogyny? well it's subjective what does the woman think that's how you end up in this situation this is why like these laws should not exist at all because they will always only favor those in power and they can never be applied to them because they're the ones that decide what hate is and and Mm -hmm. you know it's this is where you are so um yeah, no, yeah. I mean, you guys, you, you, you can't, you can't do that. You're going to, going to cause a lot of men to suffer.
1: Well, um, now, uh, you know, like everybody in the Commonwealth is suffering because of this bullshit that remained unchecked mm-hmm. first. They went for men. Then they went for men's hobbies. Then they went for masculine virtues in society, like freedom, freedom of association and, uh, and, uh, stoicism. Well, I put pretty much freedom now. It's just like, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. People don't have the right to medical privacy. They don't have the right to bodily autonomy. They don't have the right to freedom of association. They just have to obey and put security first because safety and security is the only virtue that matters. Mm-hmm. And that this is, the, it's like, first they went after men. They were successful or masculine moral authority, which is just the moral authority to say, I am a man, I exist, I experience, and that that is something that women aren't necessarily, don't necessarily have access to, or can opine about, you know, and then they went after men's pastimes, you know, and then they went after men's virtues, and we are in stage three, and uh, if if you don't get to go walk down the street, if you're If you're constrained to a particular uh, amount of kilometers outside your house, if you can't buy liquor in a liquor store, you can think this that we're on stage three, which is the removal of masculine virtues from society, and the the left is they'll just be one hundred per cent open about what they're doing. They think they're bringing about the femtopia where women's virtues are supreme, women's virtues about safety and security are the only ones that matter I don't know, all i can say is you guys won you ground society to find dust beneath your your steamroller of feminism uh, and and deifying the feminine and demonizing men and men, male sexuality you have you have won utterly now i guess the only thing to wait for is to see if you can actually run a society only with female virtues only with safety and security as a virtue with no risk taking and none of the freedom that underpins innovation and risk taking, can you have an economy with no risk? We're about to find out because you know Wall Street's basically a sandbox with no risk now. You know, all of these large corporations have no risk now; they just get a they just get an IV of cash from the frickin' uh, from the endless uh, money printing. So we are embarking on a world. That's utterly padded in every possible, every possible avenue. Risk is gone. And the ability to manage risk, we don't need it anymore. We don't need those virtues because we don't we we now embrace a world with no risk. Okay. Let's see how that works. Let's see if it will work. This is okay. the great, this is the great uh test, the great road test of oh, yeah. the femtopia. Where the virtue of security and an absence of risk, where where, where where nobody has to feel afraid, we'll see how long it lasts. Okay.
0: All right. So I took the test. I put in, like, get your results. Um, there's nothing here. It just says one out of ten correct, which I feel bad about because I answered the first question in earnest and I shouldn't have. And it says, well done for completing the skills tool questions. Whether you have done well, or it was a bit harder than you expected, you will have a better idea of what gender stereotypes online are and ways you can create a kinder online space for everyone. Do keep talking about it with your friends or family with the guide below. And just before you go, please do tell us what you thought of the skills tool. It will only take 30 seconds to take the survey below.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Does they have something that you can just write in say, uh, the skills tool is itself a, a sexist t- stereotype. Do better.
0: Be better. Be better. Uh, um, there is an adult one. I'm. I don't. I don't think I want to do all.
1: This. Uh, no. I no no more. No.
0: I no. I can't. I can't take it. It's just. No. terrible Sorry, a, guys. It's terrible. We have
1: we um, have gotten to the maximum amount of this crap that I can yeah, take.
0: I can't withstand any more of this garbage. No. And no. If, it creeps me out too because they've made it so, like, you know, it looks child friendly. So it has these, like, creepy corporate looking, um, you know, like, adventure time cartoons. And it just creeps me the fuck out. It's like, no. All right. But anyway, there's something about this computer generated corporate art that I cannot stand. I'm just, it's just so ugly. And uh, I notice that it's very common in, in Britain. That's a lot of this weird really abstract geometric um art but that is the end of the article and we did a quiz on top of that so i guess we could wrap it up here give you guys something to talk about no Um, further super chats yes there are so let's see let's not not
1: that i i don't appreciate i do very much appreciate it
0: no we have super chats. so uh albert native retro gives us five dollars canadian twice so he's two super chats and the first one reads that was supposed to that was supposed to it wasn't men specifically. I got autocorrected and didn't see it. Um oh, I see. Yeah. And then uh the other super chat reads Allison the MRM's bigger obstacle is apathy and other men who hate themselves and can't abide the idea we have issues too.
1: Yes. Because it's against the identity. Like, I swear to God, men are far more addicted to an identity of power and strength than they are. They actually want to have power and strength. Like, it, mm. it's 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 so freaking annoying because it's like you just. There's a scene in Battery's Not Included where the 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 Hispanic woman is talking to the artist, who is of course depressed, and she's like, "I like this painting that you've done of yourself because." And it's so hopeful. And he's like, but I'm in the dark. And she's like, yes, but if you could, if you step to either side, you'd be in the light. And it's like, if you could just accept the possibility of a loss of power, like the possibility that you are not, are not at all powerful, you would become significantly more powerful than you are or that you could accept the possibility that you're not in a position of strength. You could develop a position of strength. But no, most men would rather insist to their dying breath that women have it worse because to do otherwise would to accept the fact that they are not stronger, more powerful, more resilient, more capable of effecting change in the world than women even though the moment that they do accept that, they can start to build an actual position of strength. So I totally get what you're saying. And I think that's exactly what, what I was saying as well. This is the the facade of strength that men are addicted to is the primary reason why the men's rights movement gets nowhere. I think there are probably, uh, there are the, the men and women who are willing to question men the facade of strength and women the facade of weakness are rare we are fucking weird we are weird we are we are humans with gills friends we are we Mm. are meant for a world that doesn't exist yet i think um anyway let's let's go on with the super chats
0: that's it that's all of them
1: okay cool all right great thank you um, I just want to remind people that we do have our monthly fundraiser on. It's at feed the slash project slash badger dash media dash blitz. I believe I will be attempting to get Brian to do a Sunday uh, beat saber stream this weekend. So look out for that. If you are, um, yeah, you have to, you have to really look out for that because you won't be able to access after it's done. Invariably yeah. we get taken down. We get, we get taken down by like a skinny 100-pound weakling by like a linebacker almost instantaneously by the, the copyright algorithm because we're playing songs. Yeah. <laughs> Just slammed down. So look out for when that starts because you're not going to be able to see it after it's done. And again, FeedTheBadger.com. You can follow the pop-ups or FeedTheBadger.com slash project slash Badger dash Media dash Blitz for the monthly fundraiser to support Brian Prim and Hannah's work on the channel. Okay, back to you, Brian.
0: All right. Well, if you guys like this video, please hit like, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, hit the bell for notifications. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys think about uh, the quiz. I I put a link to the original article with that also has uh, a lot of other links, including this quiz. So if you want to look at it yourself, go to the links in the description. Uh, And most importantly, please share this video. Thank you guys for coming on today's episode of HBR Debate, we'll talk to you guys in the next video. Hmm, Imagine that, the film that is directed by a woman has the lowest score on Rotten Tomatoes.